Hey, welcome to our Smarkomania review of the Royal Rumble 2015. So before we get into the podcast proper, we decided to try something a little different where we turned on the recorder at the end of the Rumble just to get like our live reactions to how things went down. So the first few minutes of this podcast are our live befuddlement <laughs> at what happened in this pay-per-view. And then we'll get into the real podcast after that. Maybe the Big Show gets his final fucking nail in the coffin heel move. Uh, no, he's not going to let me play Don't once. get eliminated yeah. by the most boring people. Brains oh, no. win. This is, this is disappointing. Or Dean Ambrose. Or Dean Ambrose. <laughs> no. Big Show and Kane, final two. Oh my god. Man, who the Ambrose fuck thought Ambrose and having Kane, Kane and Big, Big Show, Show in the final four is good at, like, Big what Show's the fuck? Triple H table. Uh, Nobody wants any of these people to win. No, it's true. This is like last year, right? Like, they always pick the worst guy to win. Yep. <laughs> that this be, I can't imagine. This is going to be a terrible fucking winner. They're going to fucking No, no it's Reigns. Reigns is going to fucking overcome the odds, seem the yeah. style. God, Here comes it. the first moment of the 10 years of this, Roman Reigns. It doesn't even matter. This crowd's going to go wild. Kane's going to turn on Big Show. This crowd's going to fucking turn on this rumble. Fair enough. Bullshit. Bullshit. We're Sting. We're Sting. That's awesome though. Like they're chanting bullshit, and Big Show's like, yeah, whatever. But like, it's not about that. It's about Reigns winning. Like obviously. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, oh man, this is terrible. This really does suck. Yeah. <laughs> this is a huge letdown. They really oh, should have. Really I was getting excited for this Rumble, and this is fucking terrible. The title match should have been last to yeah. this nonsense. Yes. Like they're. Just listen to the crowd. No, like, they're, they're we're just gonna get we're gonna get stinged. This can't this can't be. And the winner song. of the match. Oh my god. This can't be their boy. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> Why do they try to push people like this? Like they it never works. Why are they doing? They're booing the shit out. Oh, that is fucking bullshit. Look at look at this reaction. That is amazing. Though. This represents everything I hate about WWE. Seriously, right? From now on, New Japan only. We're done with this. <laughs> this is the Royal Rumble. Uh, I want to go like this. Is the worst this, this, is, God, this is a terrible. This, this cannot end like this. This really might be the shittiest Rumble. I mean, how's the Rumble? Even so. Rock's like, I can't save this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this. I can't do this. I'm booing the Rock. This. I mean, you gotta respect the crowd. Yeah, I love this crowd. Yeah. This is probably the best crowd I've ever. I mean, they Rusev, he never got eliminated. He never got eliminated. That's why you yeah. said that. Yeah. Oh, you said that. Please, Rusev. please, Rusev, win the fucking match. Do it, Rusev. They'll suddenly go from the worst rumble to like the weirdest one ever. <laughs> this is still the, one, the weirdest one ever. Oh, this is the best one ever. No, 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 no. no. Curtis Axel, it's not too late. Yeah, it's serious. No. When you hear this in the future, you're going to hear my disdain for the human race. And when you hear that, you're going to know that you got to bleed at, you suffering succotash. That's a shitty pay-per-view. Yeah, we were like, oh, the internet always complains. And then we're like, oh, this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Well, they, did they 
asshole when they elevate Daniel Bryan like number 10, 11. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, they're just saying, like, fuck you. Like, that's it. This is insane. They're like, like you're not allowed to like Daniel Bryan. You need to like this jerk. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually had high hopes for this Royal Rumble. And, like, they, it was bad. It was, I will say it's the worst. It was yeah. a shitty Royal Rumble. Probably one, I, I yeah, you're, think of a I would say probably one of the worst Royal Rumbles in history. Worst. Yeah, Even worse than, like, last year's wasn't that great, but it's still fucking wish he came back. Yeah, we yeah, didn't really see uh, Papa Shango. No, Papa Shango. No. I'm going to do it like I'm interviewing everyone, so I'll just point it at who's talking. I didn't fucking The Undertaker return. I'm like, am I going to run down this? Zack Ryder fucking return. That's how bad that shit was. <laughs> shit, man. The Z True Hollywood story returned. All right, Smarkamania episode seven. Let's do quick introductions. I'm Keith. I'm the Iron Greek, Alex. Mike. Yeah, yeah, I'm Jason. <laughs> Jason Sensation? Ben. I'm Craig. All right, so usually we go through these things uh, chronologically. We'll get to that, but we got people that can't necessarily stay for our eight-hour fucking breakdown. So let's just do... It's going to be an eight-hour breakdown, <laughs> and don't you get it twisted, because it's 2015, and it's the new year for smark mania And as the number one smark mania champion, who I've been trying desperately for weeks and weeks and months and months to take away from Keith... <laughs> Well, maybe this week on Smarkamania, we do not have the outcome that you necessarily want as a wrestling fan. And just as a side note, remember um, Wrestle Kingdom 9, Smarkamaniacs? You're not going to remember that anymore, and I know that you don't because of what happened on this pay-per-view. Well, okay, let's go around real quick. Yay or nay to the Royal Rumble? Oh, definitely a nay. Nay. <laughs> Nay. Uh, nay. 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 It was terrible. Like, partway through, we were like, oh, you know, the internet's going to think this sucks, but fuck the internet. Like, we, we're fun wrestling fans. We think wrestling's fun, and we still like it. And then by the end, we're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Partway through, I thought that we had the ability to turn it around. Um, but we got a bunch of nothing matches that went literally nowhere. And then we got to the Rumble, and we were all sure that this is this is it, man. Like, all these guys that have a part of this Rumble have a really decent shot. Especially when, you know, Eric Rowan came out in place of... <laughs> Curtis Axel and Curtis Axel <laughs> is started on Curtis Axel. Yeah, see that was the beginning of the we were sold a false bill of goods tonight and it began I believe with a young man named Curtis Axel. You want to talk about this Craig? Yeah, so uh, what's his name? I don't know, the uh, Bray Wyatt's friend. Curtis uh, Axel gets called out <laughs> and this other guy just knocks him out right at the gate and then goes and takes his place. So Curtis Axel was never officially eliminated the whole time. I thought Curtis Axel was going to come back, not win it necessarily. But uh, he really got the shaft. They just took it from him. He still hasn't been eliminated yet. <laughs> As we speak. That was one thing, man. I was impressed with this Philly crowd. Like, they weren't putting up with the bullshit of this match. And even though, like, Rusev got uh, falsely eliminated, so they were chanting, we want Rusev at the end. Imagine, though, if they had chanted, we want Axel. <laughs> I just kind of felt like we were all the Goonies and we never found the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> It got so sad right by the end as it keeps like whittling down more and more. Of course, my weird prediction was Undertaker. That never happened. But as it gets down to the final four and it's like fucking Big Show and Kane against Reigns and Ambrose. And I'm like, okay, like you're desperately searching for an answer. You're like, 
Ambrose maybe and then he gets eliminated and you're like there's no there's nothing left but I I didn't realize Rusev got fake eliminated so I was like Rusev no <laughs> but like you hear at the top of this where we all have our live reaction to the event uh you'll you'll hear how disappointed we were for even like if you went back a little bit further you would hear like the final 15 you would hear the final 10 and we're all just like oh, okay well i guess it makes sense that this guy could win and literally everybody just keeps getting eliminated that we want to be fan favorites to the point that when it comes down to a bunch of jobbers like mid carter dudes and the run home winner of this royal rumble um who will be revealed later <laughs> in case you get your wrestling updates yep. from our podcast <laughs> then you get my wrestling information from this podcast markomania by the way so then, you know that some asian guy won wrestle kingdom 9 <laughs> <laughs> then you're truly gonna find out that the the result of the royal rumble this year were like they called it on internet if you went onto the internet in the last two months, you know who won who wins this. Yeah, it's so sad. It's like, you remember when Rocky, Rock, I mean, it was Rocky Maivia, right? And the blue chipper, and they're trying to push him down everyone's throat, and it didn't work. How come they never realize that that doesn't work? Because they're doing the exact same thing with his nephew cousin, and it's also, not working. They're also doing it with the Ascension, is yeah. what I feel like. I don't know what they're doing with the Ascension. We'll get to that, though. I think it's just a matter of time before old Nefkaz gets, like... The fucking limelight. I think I think he really will take over. Nefkaz? Yeah, Nefkaz. <laughs> <laughs> Nefkaz Reigns. That's his new name. Nefkaz yeah. Reigns. You know what? I think is I've never even been huge into Daniel Bryan because I came in when he was already doing the yeses. I didn't get to see the whole build, so I never really felt the love. But that's where it went wrong, right? When he got eliminated, it never came back from there. Like no, and they didn't mention him again in the Royal Rumble. Um, the fact of the matter remains that Daniel Bryan. Uh, spoilers gets eliminated fucking midway through this entire match. What? Not even midway. I'd say right, like n- number 10, 11, 12. Like he's out there very early getting eliminated, which sucks the life out of this fucking great Philly crowd. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, it, the, the double part that sucks about it is you, ha- you sort of have like a roster of guys in your repertoire that you want to win. No matter if you're a smart, if you're a mark, if you are a smart fan, like even if you're on, even if you're Dave Meltzer, you're like, hey, I know that somebody's got to win this. But the problem with what happened during this is they pushed the Bray Wyatt um, sort of, I'm the guy that's going to be the Stone Cold Steve Austin, just eliminate people as they come into the ring, and then we almost called it immediately. They, it was almost like a situation where um, a guy who could not win it came in, and Bray Wyatt was still left. And then they started to pile up. Like, we sort of had a a car crash right in the middle of this. You know, I think that's what's double annoying about Roman Reigns is, like, I remember when Kane eliminated, like, 11 people. It was cool. I was still watching wrestling back then. I watched it at some shitty sports bar in New Brunswick, and everybody was like, oh, cool, he still has a mask. And we're like, even at that point, Kane was played out. But we're like, oh, it's nice to see Kane beat a bunch of people in 2002 or whatever. And then last year, Roman Reigns eliminated 12 people just so he could top the record and then a year later now he wins the rumble it's like stop trying to make me like this guy and they jbl you hear him say and he still has the record so he also eliminated 12 guys so for the next year we have to hear about how he was the royal rumble winner and also the guy who still holds the title for the amount of men eliminated in a royal rumble 
And I think what I love so much is how, so it became clear that uh, Roman Reigns was going to win. That's when you know things are sad, but I'm like, what if Kane won? Like, (laughs) just for something else to happen. Uh, But they obviously knew that everyone was going to think this sucked, because then The Rock comes out just to remind everyone that he's tangentially related to Roman Reigns. (laughs) And it didn't work at all. Oh, yeah. At what point do you think they realize that this is just a failed pay-per-view and they need a savior? I don't don't know. It's so weird, too, because they did... Like the uh, Survivor Series pay-per-view was the last big one, and and it was so well booked. You know, they're like, all right, we got to get people to buy this network, and we're going to have Sting, and we're going to have all this cool shit happen. And this time, they're just like, huge spoiler alert: no Sting. (laughs) Yeah, no Sting. Which was okay, no Sting. But I think what really hit home to me was like when The Rock came out. The Rock can't even save the crowd. I know. And when The Rock can't (laughs) save the crowd, you know that your pay per view is like shitty and is going to go down as one of the worst Royal Rumbles in the history of WWE. And in my opinion, I give huge points too to this crowd. Like I always knew like New York and New Jersey crowds were total dicks, and I didn't realize Philly was and Chicago, CM Punk, best in the world. Detroit can also the Midwest crowds are also pretty good, but like. When I was watching this, like, the Philly crowd, they're assholes. They're chanting bullshit. They're chanting this. But they're also smart fans. They know what they want and what the internet wants. But they, WWE didn't even get anyone what they wanted. Not even the John Cena fans got what they wanted on this one. And that was, I guess, we're going to look at the the silver lining. It was so awesome that after Roman Reigns won, it was like a straight two minutes of just solid booze. Like, there was no, there was not unequivocal booze. Which leads me to ask... You think that's a silver lining? Well, in a way, because, like, history will always show that this is nonsense, you know? The way that I keep thinking about this particular Royal Rumble is where the Royal Rumble after WrestleMania 30, which was a very good card. It was very good, like, top to bottom. They told us every minus was going to happen. And then you get to the Royal Rumble the, the following year to set up a WrestleMania, and you have no matches announced... You have um, no indication of any, like, sort of, oh, maybe this match will be announced on the card. You announce matches that are, like, two Divas versus two Divas, a former tag team champion versus a tag team champion. You have literally a kickoff show that really, at the end of the day, I think the kickoff show means more to me than the even the, the Royal Rumble match itself because we got to see Tyson Kidd and... And Cesaro go over New Day, which is actually something that makes a lot of sense and is good for the future of those two individuals. But then you get to the Royal Rumble pay-per-view or the match itself, and you you really like we got a really entertaining like lead up, like 27, 35 minutes of it were really like fun. Like you know, Bubba Ray Dudley comes back. Yeah, that was cool. I guess that's the thing. Not only was after, I mean, Daniel Bryant was a good point. It wasn't necessarily that he got eliminated, but around that point, we started doing the math of like, well, here's all the people that need to come back. So that fills most of the spots, and there's no way anything cool is going to happen. And then even obvious cool things like Orton and Sheamus or whatever, they didn't even happen. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to trick you all into being a part of this podcast at this point. I'm gonna <laughs> well, run what we should do, card. while everybody's still here, make sure we get everybody. Let's right. say, who did you wish won the Rumble? Alex. Personally, I wish that 
Rusev would have won the Royal Rumble. It makes sense because he is probably the best heel that they have on the roster right now. And what better way than to have Rusev at WrestleMania versus what? The All-American, let's say, not Jack Swagger, John Cena yeah. would have been a great freaking card to have on there. I personally thought Rusev should have won it, not Roman Reigns. Wow, that must have really hurt too because that almost happened. <laughs> that could have actually happened. That, that was so close. That almost happened and I am a pro-Russian federal. Uh, if you didn't know that already, <laughs> um, I grew up in that communist regime, so I was kind of hoping for Rusev to win. No bias intentions, no. But I think that Rusev is the best heel that they have. Why not win? Why not have a heel win the biggest freaking event of the year? Go against John Cena at WrestleMania 30 without the title, and that would be uh, that would pique my interest mostly. But that's just me. How uh, how long did you live there? When did you move? Um, I lived there for about a year. I don't remember much of it. There was a lot of drug abuse and alcohol and vodka but uh that's a that's a different time period in my life I man drug abuse said. and alcohol and also drug abuse is great i, I thought this was a wrestling podcast <laughs> not an intervention podcast i was gonna ask just because i was here like how like if you grew up in russia you had like you had to play dos games that were 10 years behind the time so i was wondering if all your wrestling was like you know, a decade back uh, nikolai kolov is my hero <laughs> not gonna lie so. all right mike if you were a booker who would you have win uh daniel bryan yeah i mean yeah. it's obvious right <laughs> i mean <laughs> Going into Mania, Brian Lesnar, if you, you know Lesnar is the champion going to Mania, you want you want your over your most over wrestler on the roster in the main event. And that was another thing. This crowd was so great. After Daniel Bryan got eliminated, they were just chanting, "We want Daniel Bryan" or whatever the fuck they said. Like <laughs> they, they definitely made it clear they I liked would prefer him. Prefer Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I thought Daniel Bryan would be a boring answer, but a far less boring answer than what they did. He just came off injury, came back. He has the redemption angle. Right. There's there's some stuff going there. Like, yeah, I mean, I, again, yeah, like ah, uh, like. Surely this is going somewhere. I hope with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, really, when you get to the end of it. It's... And, and, of course, podcasts are really interviews with Jason. So, uh, Jason, who would you have win? Well, to continue what I was saying, me and Michael Jean, which is what I'm going to start calling you, Keith, which is your name. Look, honestly, I think like if they would have went with any of the people that they had expected to go with earlier today, like at 3 o'clock this afternoon when they were in the board meeting being like, okay, who do we have win this and how do we make this card go? And we already have this card that we've written and it's going to be totally fine if everybody gets it. And I think Vince just walks in and says, damn it, we just do the original card that I wrote down myself last night. I got lost in Roman Reigns' eyes as early as this morning. Yep. He has to be the man. That's the thing. It's not like they're starved for people. Like, Daniel Bryan is crazy over. Ziggler is probably only half as over, but that's still fucking over. To answer your question, though... Oh, and Randy Orton. Remember when he left? Oh, my God. He was so over right yeah. before he left. Any of those guys. He had just he was just coming off a, f- a face and then into a heel run. They didn't even bring back Sheamus or Randy Orton, and I never thought that I would hate not seeing them on, on fucking... <laughs> wrestling pay-per-view but to give you my true and full answer as to who i thought that i wanted to win and this is me who i wanted to win dean ambrose dean ambrose is my favorite wrestler right now besides that that doesn't hurt as much as rusev but almost because he's final four he could have won there's no reason he couldn't have won one of my best friends in the world his favorite wrestler right now is rusev but i wanted like we didn't even get rusev in my pick for the um iron man 
Like, he kind of just came out and did his part there. And that's the same thing they did with Ambrose. That's the same thing they did with Luke Harper, like, right back to the beginning. And I really, I'm really pissed off at how anticlimactic, at the end of the day, um, this whole thing was. Especially yeah, with like, no build-up. Like, the first the half, I mean, this is coming from a guy who, like I said, has a, a Wyatt family wallet. But I like the first half of the Rumble, <laughs> and it really fell apart. So, Ben, what would you do if you worked for WWE and they're like, you know what, you've been a good employee, we'll do whatever you want. Who do you want to win the Rumble? I'd come down as a blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. How are you going to make this happen? Uh, Natalia in an outfit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it in the family, dude. Like, seriously, like, that, that is one throwback that everybody wants and nobody thinks about. Like, it, it's at the back of everyone's mind. Like, we, we watched, what we watched tonight was a lot of hopes and dreams that never actually... <laughs> Wait, you fucking smirk! What the what the fuck are we watching right now? Is that Royal Rumble 2012? Oh, I was gonna say, is that yeah. Justin Gabriel? Like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? It's all the same people from the Rumble, except some guy who I know is not in the Rumble. Seriously though, we were all hoping for yeah. things that never happened. That is what sums up Royal Rumble 2015. And I picked a random Rumble, and here we are, back where we've Stardust before he was Stardust. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, the so... Miz succeeding. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So if I had to be uh, a tough manager and really in, I'm like, all right, listen, I understand that you love the Blue Blazer, but we can't do that. Here's the 30 people that are going to be in the Rumble. Which one would you pick if, of these people? Including Zack Ryder. You can have it. It's fine. If I can have Zack Ryder, I'm going to pick Stevie Ray. <laughs> Fucking Harlem Heat, motherfucker. You know what? I'll take it. There's no reason why Stevie Ray shouldn't have won the 2015 exactly. Rumble. There's no reason. Totally. So, Craig, you were going into this big uh, Goldust fan. How uh, you yeah, doing? I'm going to stand by that. It's the most casual fan in the room and i didn't know who half the people were wrestling uh so so stardust came in was doing fine Goldust comes in we expect them to team up and like kind of clear the ring and and you know be on each other's side for a while stardust immediately turned on gold dust and what i would have liked to see happen is when that happened booker t gets down from the announcer's table <laughs> runs down the ring to help gold dust out maybe beat the shit out of stardust Something like that. He no, wasn't no, even no. at the announce table, too. He was at the, uh, the like, comment thing or whatever. Yeah, like, he might have been in a different city, so he'd have to get on a plane. He'd only, but he would show up by the end of the Rumble. Yeah. I will say that's where Goldust rubs off his makeup, and he is Stevie Ray. <laughs> Genius. Uh, let me ask you, this is a little bit of a different thing, but uh, as a huge Goldust fan, Craig, have you seen much Stardust? How'd you feel about Stardust? I like him. Except for the turning on his brother. That was yeah. bullshit. What a dick. That is. And that's one of the few true-life, actual half-brothers in, in wrestling. They're not ma- it's not some Edge and Christian bullshit. That's for real. Because I was trying to get my friend Matt back into wrestling because he loves Goldust also. Mm. And I was like, there's a little Goldust now. You should watch. And he's like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. I'm busy. I'm like, all there's right. No Marlena. That's usually what happens. You got a girlfriend, you're busy. Yep. Wrestling becomes secondary. Turns out he was yeah. right, though. I mean, not in my I mean, life. Yeah. But also, I would have liked to see Lita in the uh, Royal Rumble. That would have yeah. been nice. I always had a soft spot for her. Better as the number 30 of spots, in my opinion. Has has there ever been a woman in the Rumble? Was China ever in? Uh, China was definitely in the Rumble. China earlier. Karma, too. Karma Karma was in the Rumble. I think that's how she debuted. She's back on TNA. She is TNA. Yeah. Uh, what's her name on TNA? I forgot there was a... Uh, uh, King, uh, Kong. King, King... Awesome yeah. Kong. Awesome, <laughs> awesome King Kong. Kong! That's racist, Jason. Why do you say that about me? <laughs> King Kong is her name. <laughs> Fuck. So, here's what we're gonna do now. Since I've got you guys all 
on the panel. <laughs> I'm gonna run down this card. Is this and a Legends panel? This is a Legends panel. <laughs> this is our first, we always wanted to have a schmoz cast where there's too many people for it to even make sense, and then people keep going home. This is our first true schmoz <laughs> this cast. This is a Legends panel. Oh, I'm gonna go home. And what we decided <laughs> is uh, most people who don't want to be in the schmoz cast are going to now be in the schmoz cast, but I, I think I my vibrato got too big for my britches, and I thought that, you know, one of the secondary podcasts where we review the new pay-per-views, like the new WWE pay-per-views, so we do that as like a secondary program. But then I was like, oh yeah, we have six episodes. <laughs> but there's really, I don't know that there's six episodes worth of material in this pay-per-view. No, I don't mean this episode particularly. I mean overall but what i'm gonna what? get mick foley yeah the 2012 it. rumble is clearly better than the 2015 well, don't look rumble. at it and listen to me <laughs> run down the matches just look away for this look particular away. Yeah, every time i work for fucking mick foley in rumble 2012 yeah, every hey, time you know, i look i want to see i want to see robocop wrestle is that a thing yeah can we just watch capital carnage 1990 and forget this whole thing if you just let me run down this match because we're doing this in reverse <laughs> okay the pre-show the kickoff if you will had um, a bunch of schmas. They were all talking to each other. Renee Young looked great. I oh, did yeah. not write that down. However, dude, you need if, to write that one down. If anyone's if cool. anyone's got the network, go back to the end of 2014 NXT show where they recap the stuff that happened that year, and it was just Renee Young and uh, the guy with the tattoos talking. Oh, uh, Corey Graves. And they were just talking, and she's never looked hotter. It was amazing. Which is the next point that I'm getting to. Um, Corey Graves. Um, he was out there. Yeah, I feel good for him. I'm glad he got an announcer job because he, you know, got all busted up. And and everybody expected him to be the next CM Punk. He's right. the tattoo guy. He's the punk rock guy. And he put on some great matches in FCW and NXT. Man, it really is sad for that guy. But being an announcer is not easy. Like, And he's good at it, so that's cool. Well, the way that I've been thinking about it is like... Did they say, like, oh, you can't wrestle anymore based on the doctors, but we will give you the ability to talk on camera and on live uh, recording? Like, it's really good. And at the beginning of this, I saw him sort of be apprehensive to really go over f for himself. But, you know, he ended up doing that. Anyway, what it really comes down to, my favorite match of Royal Rumble 2015 was the Uppercats. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus New Day. Guys, the pre show. This guy right here was the only guy here. How did you feel about that pre match? I know it was it was a long time ago. It, it was it was a good match to start the the pay per view off. I mean, it, it wasn't the worst, that's for sure. I mean, it, that's true, yes. It does seem weird it wasn't on the show because the first couple, two, three matches were really lame. The audience. And that's another thing. It, that match could have been on the card. Opposed to the tag, the women's tag match. I mean, <laughs> they built up the um, this match more than they built up the women's tag match because I thought it was going to be a tag match yeah. for the women's title. Well, and and the way you know how this pay per view started lame is that I'm like, oh, I wonder what Jason's going to say next because I honestly don't remember what they were. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he'll remind me about these <laughs> fucking matches. Yeah, it was the Bellas versus uh, Natalian Page. I enjoyed that match. I'm just saying. Uh, it was probably because, you know, Paige. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I, I really do like Paige. The one episode of Total Divas I watched this season, I mean, she's delightful. She's pretending to drug Natalia and stuff. She's great. So the audience actually got into the opening match. I think they were more into that match 
than they were for a majority of the matches on the card. Because as the night went on, it was sort of like, oh, I paid for this. Oh, I paid for this. Oh, I paid for this. Oh, the Royal... Really? They put the championship match before the Rumble? God damn. They love Roman Reigns so much. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Brock Lesnar actually wrestles for the first time in 18 weeks, and they don't think that's the main event. But really, to just boil it down, Tyson Kidd wins by doing, like, a fisherman's suplex slam sort of thing which was totally awesome I was gonna say you fucking shrug that off right now you loved it when it happened yeah <laughs> we all marked out as that fuck for it was pretty good it was pretty good now just take a quick sidestep uh, all that scotch that I put in my vodka mudslide is starting to hurt my belly so Craig how's your belly feeling you ate too much pizza at lunch uh, it's doing uh, it's doing fine feeling better yeah okay I just wanted to get that in in between <laughs> kayfabe uh, t- tonight I just want to break up the podcast a little. We have a little wrestling. We have a little belly report. Well, tonight, what happened is that you guys came... (laughs) The belly report. As tonight, you guys came into the room, and we were getting into the first match. And it was the New Age Outlaws versus the Ascension. Oh, okay. Well, at this point, yeah, like, I feel like this is where we're getting in deep, right? So, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you got, okay, any final words, Craig, before you go? Uh, gold dust. Yeah. And, well, you became a bit of a Curtis Axel fan tonight because of his... Just because I, I wasn't that I was a fan, I just, like, it seemed like they were setting him up to be a surprise comeback. Like, oh, everyone's going to forget that he never actually came into the ring. It was some bullshit, right? He got hit in the head, and then he's just done. He just never came back. It it sucked. Well, Jerry the King Lawler had the same thing when Shawn Michaels pulled him out from under the ring. Like, what's keeping Curtis Axel from crawling to this under the ring and just coming back out at the end and just eliminating Rusev after he eliminates fucking Rusev? About uh, 50 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What what if these people come and win the Rumble in, like, 2020 and it retroactively changes the results? (laughs) Let's cut it right here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you want to take a little break? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, it's uh, part two of the podcast. So I mixed scotch with uh, vodka, mudslide, and mud shake. I had both kinds. Yeah, did you get a little hurt hurt in your tum-tum? Yeah, very bad. Here's going to hear the secret spoiler. Where so you guys... It? Oh, so I guess we should say that... Um, Ben and Craig have uh, departed for their homes. So. Yeah, they they decided that um, talking about Royal Rumble 2015 would be a terrible idea, and they got out while they still could. So yeah, I drank all these dumb mudslide things with scotch in them, and and it felt pretty bad. So I was like, well, you know what'll help me not think about that is uh, I'll just smoke some weed. And uh, and then I was like, you know what? I think I better just go to the washroom and just do whatever is going to happen in there. Now here's the super sad secret: I didn't make it. I started like going blind halfway to your bathroom and just right like to this little side area where where your furnace is I just kind of I slumped there for a moment and everyone was still in here I could hear them talking and laughing I'm like all right everything's fine I'll just wait till I can see again <laughs> and, then, and then I went to the bathroom I mean compared to that I feel amazing right now <laughs> So maybe I'll talk less, and also since Craig left, no more pizza updates is what I'm trying to say. All right, let's get into the actual wrestling. So, so the New Age Outlaws <laughs> fought the Ascension. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were saying before. Okay, so the Ascension. What the fuck is going on, man? Like, I mean, I always thought they were kind of goofy, but I still liked them. But they have been getting the shaft on Raw. It's nuts. 
This engine I've been typically doing the typical thing that a typical legends versus old school guys, I mean legends versus new school guys would happen to do. I'm sort of thrown off right now. So any of this that I say that is not worthy of being on the podcast, I'm sort of going meta real quick. I really just want to get it back to the fucking the original point that we were talking about. <laughs> and that was Billy Gunn doing the tur- tilt-whirl scram. God damn it. The tilt a whirl slam. Man, that's the thing is, I, so he did that on Raw last week, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's a beautiful move. Like, it brought back all those fucking days of the. Uh, and fucking... it, was, it looked super powerful. Yeah. Like, he, he was able to pick a guy up and just slam him down like he was still, you know, 20, 25. And almost like some beacon in the sky, like some fucking northern star is. First match was Billy Gunn, so that recalled, brought to mind memories of the Tilt World Slam. At the very end, Roman Reigns did one toward the end of the Rumble, and it sucked balls. That's true, but unfortunately, Road Dog had the back of his uh, neck tattooed. Right. <laughs> back of his head. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> so, yeah, let's go. So, Road Dog. We had some big Road Dog fans in the room, because, like, honestly, I, I was not that into him. I don't know. Um, no, I wasn't in the Road Dog either. Um, that's not. Uh, uh, he looks so, like, sheepdogish. <laughs> like, oh, I, I kind of like them. Listen, I like, Ro- I like Road Dog via 1999, and he was great, by the way, on that one, with the full head of hair and everything like that. However, Road Dog in the 2015 Royal Rumble, like, tag team match like you can see the age it's not looking good for him you know you should instead of the shake around and roll which sucked anyway but he should just start doing like the twist or whatever like going back further and further he should like do the come here for a second can you do a uh can you do a quick impression for me yeah i can which one can you do um you know christopher looking Could you, uh, could you repeat that? Which one? Yeah, that was that impersonation was so bad. No one could even tell what words you said. Christopher, What? Christopher Walken. I could do Christopher Walken. Um, get one second here. Now I'm put on the spot. I probably can't there, fucking no, do that. No, oh, let's see. What's it? The fu- the fire. <laughs> The fire is what's crazy about the fucking rump. Yeah, I can't do it right now. Well, let me tell you something, mean Jack. I can do a better impression of you We're, than you can do. We're coming from you, censor. This is the best or worst podcast we've ever done. It's, oh, who who could say? I'm not gonna lie. Probably yeah, no, there was his meta. It's because the rumble was the worst rumble, so we're doing the worst. <laughs> we do the worst rumble. The worst podcast of 2015 because they gave us the worst rumble of 2015. Jason? So the New Age Outlaws do a classic promo. The Ascension win <laughs> with the fall of man. Yeah, yeah, didn't they didn't seem Yeah, man, I don't know. It's just I hate it when they give me nothing to latch on to. Like That's true. So the next thing we see is literally Triple H um and Stephanie doing their backstage shtick. <laughs> Triple H hints that uh, they, they Nikolai wa- Volkov they've watched the Ascension match and they both just go, hmm, yeah. shrug. Let's go on television. So um Triple H hints that Nikolai Volkov will be in the Royal Rumble this year. 
Yeah, it's like he's in the parking lot. People told me, but no one said shit about someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's not so true. He's like, no one said shit about this guy who should be in the Rumble. Who is even? Oh, oh Sting. Is like, Sting? Who is he's talking about Sting. He's like, yeah. he's like, no one was talking about Sting, but they were talking about Nikolai Volkov, which was a uh, Volkov, which was basically a. Sh- and, you know, like a shot at every like internet fan out there, being like, "You think you know everything? We're gonna give you the shittiest rumble <laughs> since 2004." <laughs> the following contest is scheduled for one fall, and it is for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Introducing first your champions, the Usos, facing their opponents. <laughs> Damien Mizdo and The Miz. So basically, at the end of the day, fucking Mizdo just does all of his spots. It's really hard to say who's sick of his shtick and who isn't because the the crowd fucking goes wild when they do the... Uh, Miz goes up and says, my arms are in the air, and then boo and then Ms. Doe goes and does that same thing and of course it's cheers man you know what this is like you know those like uh, fish who get like parasites that eat their tongues and then the parasite becomes a new tongue I'm very familiar with that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's uh well like cause like again like once once Ms. Dow's on his own he doesn't have any like signature maneuvers he has cheering after the Miz but ask yourself if you were the stunt double and I'm doing air quotations uh, to a person who is awful, would you do a similar spot to this? Would you, after your tag team partner gets knocked off the top rope onto the turnbuckle, the nut, the nut shot or whatever, fucking, what do you call that? The nut, the nut punch, whatever. <laughs> okay, at any rate, and then Mizdow climbs to his corner's top rope and just falls nuts first <laughs> or balls. Yeah, has a lot of setup just to hurt his own dick. Yep. That's why Mizdow is so over right now because it's meta. And that's the thing is I feel like like Mizdow's become this big huge fish and the Miz is his weird little tongue parasite. Like you can't get rid of the Miz or this whole fucking thing doesn't even work anymore. It can't feed itself. It's the perfect metaphor. As the Naiko Hassan we do sort of see a dissension among the ranks. So basically at the end of the day, the fucking <laughs> Usos win. The enthusiasm. This is amazing. Five stars on iTunes. For you. Yeah, here's five stars on iTunes for you dumb craps. <laughs> That's the new official name if we ever make a t-shirt. If we have Patreon fans, dumb, dumb craps. craps. So, um, I don't know if anybody will ever remember this match in history because it's kind of this part of the show where you're supposed to go pee. It's the Bellas. But they're not the Bellas anymore. No, they're Nikki Bella and they're Brie Bella. And they have to go up against... I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, they're the evil versions. <laughs> Natalia. That's actually what they played before Natalia's music. <laughs> and Paige. Right, so I, I had to take notes for the start of this one, because Jason was as indisposed. And, no, because uh, I told you to. Because <laughs> I said, you better take some notes right now before this Sunday. But I was very pleased that they played Paige's music because uh, I really like her song and I don't like Nikki Bella's song and I'm neutral to cold on Natalia's song. 
So uh, I liked that they played pages, and then I wrote this matches like two real wrestlers versus two fake wrestlers, because like with the Bellas, like I'll give them credit, they wrestle better than they have any need to, but they obviously weren't hired for that. They were hired because they're hot twins, and the fact that they can wrestle like they can, awesome. But compared to Paige and Natalia, they fucking blow. <laughs> but you missed out on the part where uh, Paige does the sexy stuff. Oh yeah. Does that tie into her lesbian storyline from Total no, Divas? No, but during this match, Natalia pulls off a full-on Frankensteiner. Mm, very nice. Well, what were you asking me about Divas? Uh, there's some kind of, I don't know, like next week on Total Divas. I didn't see it, but it's like the yeah, one... Yeah, but I, I'm not caught up on the Divas, man. The old leathery Diva who I've never seen on TV. Has, uh, uh, she tries to kiss Paige, and Paige is like, oh, no, nah, sorry, which mate. Which leathery Diva? I'm not... Rosa? Rosa? <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen her on TV ever. I've never seen her as leathery. And wait, is she is she the one with Fandango? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I've seen her on TV. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> it back. I saw her tonight. Yeah, I saw her tonight. She came oh, out and was like, doodle 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 doodle. But anyway, yeah, Paige was like, no, sorry, my own lesbian. Yeah, yeah. Nikki, you Nikki Bella fucking wins the tag team match. Did I even point out that it was a tag team match or. Well, it was the tag team match uh, between those guys. <laughs> and uh, it ended with a punch. Nikki oh, Bella yeah. fucking the classic punch to the face. Yep. <laughs> the old punch to the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really was. was uh, it was told... Big Show's finisher. It was so weird. Uh, WMD weapons of mass destruction, and it was uh, you know performed on a five foot four woman, which doesn't have the same effect <laughs> as the Big Show, who's seven foot one. So this is the first part of the program where we start to get worried, like what match is going to happen next, and that's when they start throwing the uh, the the promos at us, like the Royal Rumble style promos at us. And you remember that, of course, because yeah, it was, uh, it was just the straight on videos of like six guys in a row just boringly talking about what they think. <laughs> that was terrible. We all agreed at that time, though, that we all underestimated Fandango's chances. <laughs> it was great, though. Well, uh, Daniel Bryan showed up, and he's like, "I'm going to make it to like 14 for." Sure, tonight. <laughs> well, if you listen to however the chronology of this episode goes, you may or may not be spoiled by that. <laughs> yeah, what if you started listening halfway through, you mean? Yes. Right. Main event number one. Main event number one. So I drew a little image here. I had Okay, so I couldn't remember who was who. The thumb was the WWE champion because he looked a lot like Brock Lesnar. Oh, it's a drawing of a hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you should probably point that out because it might not make sense otherwise. So the forefinger is John Cena because he's obviously the guy that's like, you know, I'm the forefinger. I'm the guy that's always going to be the guy. And the middle finger is Seth Rollins. Right. Seth Rollins did not win this match. My prediction that Seth Rollins would um, have... The Money in the Bank, get the world title, and also win the Royal Rumble. That prediction did not come true. But anyway, the only reason this even came up is because we thought Brock Lesnar with his belt, it looks like he's wearing uh, a ring and he looks like a big thumb. Yeah, he was like a giant thumb man. Just want to make sure that whole thing is clear. <laughs> so, on the picture of the hand that I drew... Brock Lesnar is represented by the thumb that oh, I drew on the hand. J&J Security can be the two leftover fingers that you don't need. That's true. I think that from now on, if you get the Money in the Bank Championship, which is a championship, you should get J&J Security with you. Yeah. <laughs> they just stay inside and let them out. So we've already, we're already halfway through this match. John Cena versus Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. 
basically what happens is Brock Lesnar just fucking starts doing German suplexes to everybody. Everybody in the entire ring. And he kind of burns himself out. And we sort of painted a picture um, very similarly to the way that a WW2K game goes. You sort of work up your finisher by doing cheap moves. And then you do your finisher. But you gotta get your little... You know, you're gonna get a little bit of attack towards you before you get your finisher. And it sort of went on and on, and it was a really good match in the middle part. You already know if you're listening to this. Yeah, Seth Rollins was cool. I always liked him, but I I like to be reminded that I like him. That was the best thing about it. This is your reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just wrote down German suplex in really big letters. Oh, yeah, three. No, John Cena does three AAs. I guess this brings us to the end, right? This is the last match before the Rumble, and then we'll be all done. Yeah, murders uh, Seth Rollins. Um, he jumps off the top rope onto Lesnar on the announce table, which we all saw. Elbow. Yep, he does the elbow, and uh, Lesnar wins the match. And also, we already talked about the entire Royal Rumble somehow. Yes, yeah, so I guess that's yeah, it. That was the first one we talked about. I was just going to say, though, as a, a, a downer ending... Like when you think of like John Cena, ten years, everyone's bored of him, but they just keep pushing him. What if it's this? What if they're right about Reigns? What if it doesn't matter that everyone hates him and everyone boos as long as kids buy his merchandise? What if this works? Can I still list the Royal Rumble entrance at least? Uh, I took note of it. I'm I'm gonna do it. It's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Miz, K. Quick, Bubba Ray, Luke Harper. uh... (laughs) This isn't going as well as I hoped. Uh, Eric, oh, Chris Axel, then Eric Rowan yep. takes his place. Okay, I got it. Uh, Boogie Nights, Sin Cara, <laughs> Zach Wilder, <Zach>. D-Bran, <laughs> uh, Fall Grost, uh, Tygon Cog, uh, Stardust, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, Rusev, also Fandango. Oh, that's who he eliminated. Gold Dust, Kofi, Adam Rose, Road Dog, Rias, Biggie E. Mitzdow, <laughs> Mitzdow, Rusev, no Rusev, he wasn't actually eliminated it's there. Swagger, that's where we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Ryback, Kane, Dean Ambrose, Titus O'Neil, oh Titus O'Neil, twenty-six, the T.O. BNB, Bad News Barrett, uh, Cesaro, oh, yeah, Barrett came yeah. in pretty late. Big yeah. Show, Ziggler. Oh my God. Big Show. Seriously? Oh, oh. sorry, that's horrible, man. Uh. So based on that reaction, that's if you just want to run down those numbers as like a single thing as well. Yeah. That's a horrible card. Yeah, so that's a pretty rough pay-per-view. So I guess, uh, yeah, but that's the only time you'll probably ever hear a crowd chant, we want Rusev, so we'll always remember that. No, I'll always start with we want Rusev chant. <laughs> and Rusev got it. They did get to come out and be like, I'm going to do this end of the match schmoz. I mean, it'd be great if Versus came out and they're like, you still got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're on iTunes, uh, keithcourage.com. Yeah, let's wrap this up and say goodbye to people because it's late. Good night.